Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Good morning to the world. Good morning, and here we are. Dennis. Yeah, good morning, Storm Dennis. And where are you? Yeah, yeah. Where are you? Show us what you got, mate. Yeah, got nothing. Very, uh, because at 8 a.m. this morning, we were, I, well, I was desperately looking for way out. You were basically texting excuses, like different ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, couldn't, yeah. Get, couldn't set up a... a uh... Yeah, I'm just wondering uh, whether the recorders will work with this uh, weather? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no way out of it. Yeah. Sunday long run. We're looking we to, we, we, you know, because we both felt like we haven't quite got the distance up, and we're looking to do... Basically, the plan today is to do two laps... Of around nine miles. Of a nine, yeah. But, but I mean, it, it starts really with the cancellation of the Bramley 20. Of course, if that's what everyone knows. In fact, thanks to everyone for getting in touch and telling us about that. Of course, we aren't, you know, not to be grumpy, but neither we or they are yeah, that useless, and we did know. But thank you for getting in touch. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it was a bit disappointing, wasn't it? I mean, obviously, they had their reasons and they couldn't do it, and it was yeah. parts of the cost of flooding, so... What disappointed me was the uh, absence of a refund. No refunds! I mean, you know, I mean, you know how I. Obviously, they're taking a leaf out of my playbook. The Bramley No Refunds Twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were suggesting that all the all the money goes before the day. Yeah. I think the it, thing that it, think it would seem like they lose a lot less money that way. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and any money left over will go to charity. I don't know, it felt, it felt a little bit abrupt. Yeah, and not to offer any refunds. And they offered a deal. For they the offered 20% year. for next year. It's 20%, it's not really. Uh, it's not that much, is it? Defer your place to next year, that yeah. might work. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, or even 50%. Yeah, for maybe 50, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's a shame. It always had a sense of slight. Oh, dear. Sorry. Always had a sense of slight unreality about it, the Premier 20. Yep. But I don't know whether that's just because I'd didn't want to do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it felt a bit too quick it's in the training thing, cycle it? for a 20. It was always kind of blackmail, basically. Yes, it was always like, we, it's in the diary, so we've got to do it, even though we're nowhere near fit enough. I mean, this will be a stretch 18 this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be the Although, longest, well, both actually of us going over a bump, you know, we went out on Monday and I ran to you and back again. Yeah. 
I did about 15 and a half. Nice. And that was far and away my longest run this year. And it felt fine, you know, I carried on running right. all week. So I really feel like I've broken the back of it well, this will be psychologically. This will be a big week for you, mileage-wise. Yeah, that's right. We're looking at... Well, I've, I've done 27 miles. So if we... I've done 27 miles as well. Oh, mate! I've done exactly 27 miles. But I've, mate! I've, I've done more runs than you, but I've done exactly 27. <laughs> that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. How cool. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah, that's great. Let's get to 45. Yeah, nice. Well, no, I mean, for, it's going to be 46, because I don't know I don't know where you live, but 27 plus 18 in my world is 45. That's what I just said. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> no refunds! <laughs> it's 27 plus it's, 5. <laughs> it's fairly early in the morning for us. We very rarely go out on a Sunday morning. Yeah, but I'm also kind of embarrassed because I put quite a, a little bit of time into the tech of yes. going out in the storm. We've gone I'm really high tech You might be morning. able to hear my rainproof jacket rustling in photos you see my golf ball running hat yeah and um uh we have we've covered the microphones with balloons we have balloons. like steve told us yes well steve said condoms right yeah but of i haven't course. got any of those of course he would he'd say that wouldn't he? yes of course. yeah <laughs> of course so so you but, but no we've gone we've gone brightly colored balloons just in case you didn't look ridiculous enough with yeah. the usual <laughs> yeah. microphones and anyway, it's literally not even raining, let alone no. windy. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, it's actually perfectly mild and pleasant. So far it? today, it's been stormed. Yeah. Because at 8 o'clock this morning, it sounded like the end of the world. Yeah, it was... And, and, and it's probably horrible. Night. Respect to Britain. Maybe this weather is horrible somewhere else. Elsewhere, yeah, but in London at the moment, we're okay. Yeah. And throughout the night, I could hear it raging. Could you hear it raging? No, I was asleep. You did well. Mate. You wanted to sleep, mate. That's yeah. That I didn't sleep too badly. I had a night off last night ready for this. And right. that's no, in no way to do with the fact that no one had booked me to do it again. No. <laughs> I took the time. It's good you made that sacrifice. Yeah, I made a huge sacrifice to not work when no one wanted me to work, to stay home and have a nice takeaway. I did that. I did. Uh, I only had the four gigs last night in London. You could have... I could have just given you one. You could have given me Let's two. Face it. Yeah, I could have given you two. I would have happily done so, to be honest. <laughs> Comics don't really do that, do they? And you're at the banana, weren't you? They don't divvy up the gigs. I, I did uh, the banana for years. I did two at 99, one at Comedy Carnival, and then went down to do the banana. Yeah. Which always feels like a gig too far, really, that fourth one, going down yeah. on the northern line. But it was perfectly fine. Everything was great. As an old friend of mine, used to be in a kind of scratch band with my mate Luke. Yeah. Who was a... Uh, he wrote some great songs, but he was very much made no claims to be a singer or a musician. He's a bit of a Marky Smith character. Right. And he had this great song we did. You know, doing time on the Northern Line. Doing time on the Northern Line. I never could do what I wanted to do. Doing time on the Northern Line. The colour of my life is grey in here. <laughs> yeah. that's so that's what you were doing last night. You were doing time on the Northern Line. Felt, yeah. And I had, a, I had a guy in to see me at the first gig. Rob from Derby, oh, yeah. who've been following me. Well, oh, just, uh, which way should we go? Because there's right. a fork. There is a fork in the road. A fork in the road. My goodness, that's quite confrontational. I think it? this is the actual fork that starred in Oscar-winning film uh, Toy Story 4. Oh, glad that is a bit tricky, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we'll just we can follow that fork. Just go that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should be okay. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, Rob from Derby. Yeah, and he's been he's been turning up at gigs 
He was described when I arrived at the 99 Club as a super fan. Ooh. Someone who wanted to meet me. Yeah. Problem was, I didn't really have time. Yeah. Because I had to do two gigs, so I thought I'd give him a shout. I'll give him a shout while I'm on stage. I was on first. Yeah. And it was okay. It was, I felt a bit bad for him, really, because you see me, it was quite a drab venue. Yeah. The sound wasn't great. But Which I gave one was this again? 99? 99 at O'Neill's. Yeah. Okay. And I gave him a shout when I was on stage. Once I'd established I was funny and got everyone laughing. I said, Rob's here, has been following me for 30 years. When he started following me, I used to just be playing rooms above pubs. As I looked at the surroundings, realised <laughs> nice. I was in exactly the same place. But it was a nice moment. But you always want those people who are really into you to see you in better venues. You wish they'd kind of reach out. Yeah, and you yeah, could yeah. tell them, listen, come and see me at this place. Yeah, it was like when my old friend, the gate, you know. who I did sort of lost touch with for years, caught up with, came to see me in Oxford, and then my sound stuff just didn't work. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is what I normally do. <laughs> yeah, 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 this, this, is, this is me. This is how it's going. It's typical, though. It's the kind of magic to that. Yeah. I think I am slightly bit, um, uh, inoculated against that by my old job. Right. Where, because it was... Very kind of improv Yeah. So if you had a really great show, you had to get used to the idea that that's that and it's never going to happen again. You know, right, okay. no bottling it. And uh, and uh, it just, of course, due to the nature of fate, that always happened in the f- middle of a field in Finland. Yes. And yeah, no one would yeah, ever yeah, know yeah. except your co-presenter. Yeah, no yeah, record, yeah. no witnesses, you know. Yes. And, uh, and then when you were when the directors came to see us or someone we know was in the audience, things would get much more mundane. Yeah, wasn't quite so spicy. Here we are, we've gone, uh, here we are, up through the N16 to... Uh, just outside Costa Stoke Newton. Used to be a Lloyds bank, you know. Just uh, popped out. So we, our route goes Stoke Newton High Street, Stoke Newton Common, and up to Clapton, that's phase yeah. one. We're going past the Mint Gun Club. Nice. I don't know what that means. So Nice morning. And it's been a... So did you talk to Rob from Derby afterwards? And did he seem disappointed? Did I talk to him about the what? The gig in that show. And he was like, oh, I'm not going to follow you anymore. No, no, I haven't seen him since because I had to to rush out. I mean, I'm really shot on social media. But he's down for the weekend, you want to say. And then, of course, I went to... The Strand Palace Hotel absolutely stormed it. Yeah, absolutely smashed it. Anyone you know in at that one? No. <laughs> but it was quite funny because there was a, there was some guys who had been a bit. Now that's sorry, that gig is in the room where they have the post-marathon do for Parkinson's. Yes, it go. is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's funny, isn't it? It is funny. Yes, different you go lives. Down, you go down. Yeah, very different vibe. People less tired, but similarly boisterous. And uh, there was a group who were going to get thrown out just before I came on. Yeah. And I just had a word with them before I went on. I said, listen, just give it 20 minutes. Just chill just chill out. Yeah. You don't all have to get thrown out. Just yeah. relax and see whether you'll enjoy it. Just give, it, give me five minutes, see whether you enjoy it. Yeah. And they did, and everyone had a good time, and it was just nice, you know? Yeah. I hate it when people get thrown out. But sometimes they have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I, I know... And that, that can go like, either way, you know? Exactly, because sometimes there'll be a group or one person... And they're trouble for one section, yeah. two sections. Yeah. And you know, if you're on last, it's quite nice because you see sometimes think they'll be gone. They'll just be gone. Yes. They yeah, either yeah. leave or get thrown out. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because their their marathon is to get to the end of the gig. Yeah. And um, and then the thing where I feel the opposite to you is when the uh, venue don't cross. Right. Where the venue say, um, we've had a word. Yeah. It's like the. 
Did you have a word? Did you do a magic spell? Yes. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. what you got there is a person who hasn't got the skills to be at a comedy gig. Yeah, saying, can so, you suddenly... Sometimes there's no rescuing it. No, sometimes exactly. It's, it's and this is, we're talking after, you know, multiple interventions. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and sometimes yeah. the people who kick off at the start of the evening are the people who give the people on last a bit more respect, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always that going on as yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. But then, And also there's group dynamics within their own groups. Yes. Self-policing. And it's just like, we don't want to get look, kicked look at out. Look daffodils. Yeah. Gorgeous. That's amazing. I'm going to get a picture of it without stopping this time. Without stopping. It's me and you and the daffodils. It's me and the daffodils. Got it, got it. There's I think also, I got it. There's also that feeling of you feel slight guilt by doing well with the people who've been ruining the game. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you've you know, chosen yeah. the wrong side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they're all right. I know they've been really violent. Yeah. <laughs> I know they've punched the first guy in the face, but he's new. He's had a troubled childhood. He's he doesn't new. quite know what he's doing. I've had a word with him. He punched me in the face, but he's calmed down since. <laughs> so, I just, um, you know saying about my... Uh, Old friend Luke, yeah, who did that song. He was on. Uh, saw a post online from him this morning. Right. He's in a shop not far from here yesterday. Yeah. And there's a couple of police behind him discussing the relative real police. Right. Not us. Yeah. Discussing the relative merits merits of chocolate bars. Uh, uh, see the thing with the uh, Kit Kat is uh, always prefer the original uh, original flavour of uh, Matrix. Uh, 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 having said that, the chunky Kit Kat can provide substance for late night car journey. If the talent realised in the Kit Kat franchise, <laughs> a lot of people favour the uh, peanut butter. I approve of the flavour of peanut butter, but not outside the uh, peanut butter context. Over to the uh, discerning runner. They've also recently released several protein bars that might be almost uh, almost on the cusp of. Uh, Health food. Comedian runners uh, noted uh, <laughs> travelling through a non-storm in yeah. uh, North London. Yeah. Yeah. Preparing for inclement conditions that don't actually exist, have it? Genuine police. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about the Kit Kats. Yeah. And they were saying they couldn't find the chewing gum. And meanwhile their uh, radios were going... Right. Assault on Dalston Lane. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, I can't police without chewing gum yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a character, isn't it? They do. They're a bit of gum in the mouth. Yeah. It's a terrible job, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's a tough gig. Especially now when you're in the culture that if someone film, if someone attacks a police officer, 50% of people just start filming. Yeah, that's I mean, right. the culture's gone. There's yeah, no that's what that happened. It, it's awful. It's that's awful. the person outside who got machete attacked by a guy in a van, wasn't it? Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was actually their partner who got the video, but I think that's for legal reasons. Right. Rather than, right. this will look great online. Yeah. And then the guy went to court and pleaded not guilty. Yeah. Which is audacious. Uh, it's that one, isn't it? It's Dennis. It's Dennis, Paul. It's Dennis. Dennis is well. You have to wade across Dennis here. Osbaldison Road. I mean, after worrying about the storm, we're now looking for evidence. <laughs> Actually pleased to meet him. Mine, Dennis. Yeah. So you've been doing uh, some running this week. You did a park run yesterday. I did. Well, yeah. uh, uh, eagle-eared listeners would have listened on Monday and heard me talking myself into it. Right. And you enabling that. Yes. It's all kind of, oh, that should be quite good. A free, a free Bramley 20 park run. Yeah. Damn it, he's right. So, and of 
course, I have planted that seed. Yeah. Which is, if you can go to park, go to park. Yeah. And the fact that I missed one that I could have done this year, it really plays on my mind. And where was it then? Where, where pardon my ignorance, where is South Sea? Ah, Portsmouth and South Sea. Right, okay. So, uh, it's, uh, it was lovely actually, I was doing the gig in uh, Portsmouth Wedgwoodrums, yes. South Sea Wedgwoodrums. Old, you know, long established. That's been going for centuries. Yeah, I mean, one of my first yes. ever paid gigs. As yeah, I remember those gigs, yeah. And uh, Really nice room. And it's the kind of the same, and it isn't, yeah. the comedy's changed, but it's the same room. Yeah. Same good atmosphere, good numbers. The only difference is Dinger doesn't host it anymore. Right. And that's a real shame. Yes. Shout out to Dinger, who also loves a run. He was at the institution, wasn't he? Yes. It's his park run I was doing, you see, sorry not to see me. Dinger was a comedy fan, a kind of punk postman. Yes. yes. Who would come down to the rooms, tell joke jokes, yeah. and have like a joke competition, then bring the axe on. Yeah, it was and great. And it just really, it really set worked. the thing up. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, harsh on Joe Wells, who is a long form Edinburgh Festival right. professional comic doing his material and you're like, yeah, but where's Dinger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is all well and good. Yeah, it's in your jokes, are you? Where's the old jokes yeah, with Dinger? Yeah. I want to know about this yeah. bloke yeah. who comes home to find his wife in bed with another bloke yeah. that that business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but apart from Dinger, same old, same old, which yeah. of course is, you know, to use your terminology, it can be a little bit there's an honesty to that. It's a bit confrontational. It can be going into a room you've done for it 20 can be years. Thank you. Individual comics. Yeah. Yes. And I loved it as such. Yeah. You know, in the daytime. Oh, here we go. Back to the bedrooms. Yeah. On stage, I'm thinking, well, this is great. Yes. And I felt loose. Yeah. Good. 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 And I was on with another. Who were you? Who were you on with? What I was on with. Well, one of the. <laughs> I was on with our, our good friend, friend of the show, Angela Barnes. Oh, right, yes. It's nice to see her, cracking fun. Angie, good. South yes. Coast comedian. Yes. So found out about what Matt's doing in terms of ultras and stuff. Yeah. But there was another comedian on who was very much saying, you can't make a living anymore. And right. You know, very much a, even among us. Right. A long established act. Right. And kind of, not complaining, but observing the changes Having in the industry. Having a good industry. old moment, right. And I was just thinking... You've got to change with it, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and uh, maybe again, I sort of jumping off that, I tried... I've been really enjoying, um, you know, finding out what it's like to address the comedy of the fact that I'm a, a, a person older than the audience. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. So we've just got to Clapton Common. I've noticed with you and my wife that my signalling of where we're going to go is minimal at best. a bit wayward, yeah. <laughs> but that's the, uh, it's easy for me because I always know where I'm going. But that is the way forward, isn't it, in terms of... Yeah, and I really felt for it. For you and the crowd. And, yeah, you know, yeah. That has to be the way forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it does change, you know, just yeah. the, the basic rhythm and feel of comedy. That's the nice thing, because to talk about it now, it sounds like saying, oh, it's so old, it's all changed. But it's not... When you're on stage, you're dealing with it, it's... The clown in you yeah. says, well, this is fun. Yes, of course. I can do comedy about this. Yes, yeah, You yeah. know, because the, because you feed off the audience, and the audience is a bunch of young people who've never seen you before. Yeah. What a golden opportunity. Yeah, and they, yeah, and they know whether, whether you're having fun. 
Yeah. Fun's contagious. Absolutely. And they know instantaneously whether you have it or Absolutely. not. Absolutely. And, I, and yeah. I have, you know, I had this thing where I'm just wrestling with my greatest hits at the moment in a good yeah. way. Yeah. Because I had this weird thing where um, after Dad died, last kind of October, when yeah. I felt very, not disconnected, but like it didn't matter. Right. I was just having great kids. Yeah. Telling jokes I'd told for a long time and just thinking, this is the best I've ever got out of these. Yeah. You know? And then, and that was a moment in time. Right. And it kind of gave me the fear about doing new stuff. But that moment's passed now. I wonder whether that, there's a facility up there, isn't there? Oh, uh, yeah, but it's all closed. They're, doing, they're doing works. All oh, right, no worries. I don't think, uh, no worries. I don't think it's going to work out for you. Oh, well, never mind. Do you need to... Uh, no, 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 we'll see. We're we'll getting see. to the Anchor and Hope quite soon. Oh, yeah. Won't be open yet on a Sunday, though, will No, we? no, 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 we're fine. We're fine. We've actually got various areas should the, should the need arise. That's right, there's wooded areas. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're in Springfield Park. Anyway, so I, so I basically accidentally created a, 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 a slight uh, crutch in my established 20. Right. So I have to be quite bold now to dump it and go a different way. Right, okay. And uh, I was doing that this week. I did it in High Wycombe and it was fine. Right. And I did it in the Portsmouth and it was great. So it's an exciting time for my jokes. That's great. But you didn't, you didn't ask about that. But um, there's a robin there on that tree. I like this, um, we're coming through Springfield Park, and you know when you run somewhere loads of times and then find a new path? Right. It's this terrace, yeah. it's like the grand old Duke of York terrace in Springfield Park, it's, it's neither up nor down. Yeah. And it just crosses the middle, and it's really nice. You've yeah, got views nice. out to the reservoirs to the left, and then the green sward on the right. So there you go, it's a nice place. Recommended. But um, yeah, so Southsea Parkrun is uh, next to the pier yeah. there. And then I, w I, I felt quite smart because obviously got up to uh, drink coffee and express myself. Yeah. Ready for the run. Ready for the yeah. And um, the sprint off. I suddenly realised that they might have cancelled it because the weather had because they were already cancelled Bramley. Yeah. So I got online and they had put a post saying we might or might not cancel it. I'll check it out at eight. Right. And the guy it was really nicely elastic because the guy. The run director walked the course at eight. Yeah. Sent a message at eight thirty saying we're doing it, but take care. Yeah. Um, even at ten to eight, it was like ten to nine. Sorry. He's like, oh, it's getting a bit rough out there. And then at nine o'clock, he was like, it's fine actually. Yeah. 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 That's nice. <laughs> so it's very well, real gratitude to him for really sort of playing that live because it would have been totally reasonable to cancel it the day before. Yes. Yeah. 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 It kind of. Uh, it doesn't need much organising, does it, a park run? No. I mean, you know, you get your marshals, you get your finishing funnel. Do you know what I mean? In terms of race admin and the, the structure of it, the architecture of it. Yeah. That's, that's one of its joys, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but on the other hand, it's, it's leadership, isn't it? It's yes. Saying, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, to totally. No, it's great they can be that flexible, isn't it? Yeah. And also shows what people are like, that they're flexible as well. Yeah. Presumably, a few people turned up. Yeah, yeah, well, so, yeah. So I think there's uh, 350 people there. That, that, and then That's it wasn't amazing uh, weather, right. but it was easily the best weather of the day. You know, it, right. was, it, was, it was basically windy, but right. it wasn't rainy. Yeah. And it was quite bright and the sun kind of almost came out around the end of it. Right. And then within an hour or so it was raining. So it's absolutely, the timing was great. Yeah. And we couldn't have made use of that without the run director being so, you know, attending to it so yes. live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As it was, it was a serious headwind when you turned back. 
Right. And, uh, but I think you're used to it. It's a seaside park ground, isn't it? So I think yeah. it's, it's quite rare to have one of those without that. And um, there was one bit where the beach was kind of on the on the promenade, so you had to watch out for where the shingle and stuff had blown up onto the... But it wasn't too bad, and they warned right. us. Anyway, so South Sea Park Run, it's really nice. You oh, and a couple of people said hello, nice. which is great. That, always, uh, that gives you a boost. That it? really puts us in the mood, doesn't yeah. it? So, and we set off. You, uh, you, it's a there and back. Yeah. You just you go past the pier, which has got like an old awning, like a, it's a bit like a railway station. It's got a big sort of uh, Victorian awning you go underneath. And then you go out um, east along the coast path. Not coast path, that makes it sound like it's all cliffy. The promenade, you know. Yeah. And then... Uh, I love a promenade, don't yeah. you? Because they tend to be quite flat and quite decent. I don't know, what was the, what was the tarmac reading on it? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's oh, a bit right. of a surface because it's right. seasidey, so it breaks right. down a bit. Right, And okay. it's also got this design in it. Once you get out there, it's got kind of squares of one stone yeah. surrounded by tarmac. It's a little bit older. It's been fixed in places. And... Uh, it's yeah there was a tiny patch of where the beach had encroached on it right but basically yeah excellent you know you can yes. really get along and you can do things like i'll go along here on the other side of the lamps for a minute to overtake these people you know that kind of stuff right and then it's a very simple run to get your head around you know yeah you run out to, and those are the marshals you want to thank yes that kind of marshal that's you know specifically two and a half kilometers from their mates yeah. Just watching a load of people run past. Yes, yeah. And then yeah. they kind of walk back again. That is, so, well, that is volunteering. Your attitude, that that's absolutely lovely. volunteering, yeah. Thank and, you. Uh, and it's, you know, it's that simplicity of South Tears. It's just the there and backer. Right. Which is great for your running. Yeah. And I think that, turn back into the wind, there's a funny kind of yin and yang to that because it kind of makes it okay for it to be hard. Right. Which in turn made it okay to go hard yes so i felt like i was quite strong and i thought sort of thought i reckon this wind is going to be harder for me than some because i'm quite a, you know i'm a bit like a sail yeah yeah, yeah. quite like a, quite, quite a wide panel yes you give more the wind to catch. surface area to. and uh, and there was another guy in front of me who was yeah again big torso he's about a foot taller than me yeah and he definitely slowed down after the turn back so that was our excuse, you know, the wind. But then I held on, you know, again, sort of just keying in with the people you're next to, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I think that um, I was really pleased with it. It's an improvement in recent weeks. Yeah. But not an amazing time. But it was more, you, you had a nice position, didn't you? Yeah, and it was, that's right, because looking at it, I don't think anyone did more than about, did faster, much faster than 19 minutes. Right, okay. I think the person that came first was like 18 and a half. Right. And I came in. So it's a slowish power run as a course. Yeah, or certainly on, the, on this day, that's yeah. right. And he was saying before, I know I was going to get a PB. Right. So I did it in just under 21 minutes, 20.59. Nice, yeah. And, uh, nice. yeah, I was 15th. Yeah, that's good. Which means, you know, Get good things. Get that's nice. That's right. And uh, did notice, because I was looking at the results, I wanted to, there was a guy, me and another guy, overtook each other a couple of times in the final um, kilometre. Yeah. And he came in ahead of me. Good luck to him. And I said, well done. He said, there was stuff. Yeah. So that was good to hear. And it's kind of him to yeah. say that to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read his subtext. Um, 
But funnily enough, he wasn't in front of me. There was another guy who couldn't claim any of that drama, who just overtook me at the end and got in between us. Damn it! Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and a woman who was in front, who I was, I was trying to ignore him and pace off her because she was dead here and I was never going to get her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, all good. So I wanted to look that all up and check my place in the field. And you see that thing with the park where the, every now and again, the super fast youngsters, they don't, they don't bit their barcodes. Right. So they're down as unknown. Right. That's it, grumpy about that. Yeah. It's, like, oh, it's beneath you, is it? To be part of our <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's hard because you know for me. <laughs> or is it just young kids being disorganized? Yeah, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> But they're so fast, you can't hold it against yeah. them. Yeah. So if you're going to do it like that, so organised and yet organised enough to be really, really fit and fast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So this is the side of the canal that we don't often run on, isn't no, it? No, that's right. We're on the London side of right. the um, canal down through, just getting to the end of uh, Millfields Park. Right. And uh, going south towards where we normally pick it up and get down to Hackney Marshes. Stay left. You can stay only close assume that. A lot of people are doing their long Sunday runs as well. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people out running today. Yeah, there's a fair few, and it's that classic thing of the weather's bad. Yeah. Is uh, you suddenly realise that demographically, there are only runners and dog walkers. Yeah, you want to... <laughs> Look at these it's little dumplings here. It's bad, but it's that thing with a Sunday run, isn't it? It's the, the earlier you get out to do it, the sooner it'll be over. There is that. This'll be over by one. That doesn't sound great. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were trying to give it a positive spin. I know, though. I know. <laughs> there we are. Oh, that's that curve of the canal. But Storm Dennis is... If we didn't know this was Storm Dennis, we wouldn't be calling this Storm Dennis. That's right, time. but it is raining. We'd just be saying it was raining. Yeah, that's right. So let's just call it rain at the moment. Yeah. Not worthy of storm status. I'm pleased in a way. But incessant, never. We'll see what happens next, because in the coming uh, half hour, we'll get to... Hackney Marshes, which is right. big and flat and yeah. will invite wind. I love running across Hackney Marshes. And then, of course, the other side of that is a bit of a forest. Yeah. So, let's see if there's any, if the wind's blown anything out of the trees. Yeah. Under the bridge, under the Lee Bridge Road, past the Princess of Wales. Pub and Garden. Thank you. There's a pub in the next village along from uh, me where I grew up. Right. Called, uh, used to be called the Three Feathers. Right. And now it's called England's Rose. All right, okay. My England's Rose. No ever knew it all. He's wearing a mirror. He's wearing a mirror, a mirror, a pole. It's quite something to, just in an etymological sense, pub names being based on moments in history. That's kind of so we'll the thing that illustrates the Princess Diana thing the most is the fact that there are pubs named after it. Yes, yeah, yeah. My mind turns in a slightly anodyne way, but it is the day after. And my kids found it shocking, and I found it shocking. Yeah, and I found it shocking. I know where we're going. Uh, even though you're not a fan of the show. Yeah. So, oh, Caroline Flack, rest in yeah, peace. What an awful, awful Yeah, that was yesterday. If you're listening though, yeah. to this at some future point, yeah. Caroline Flack was, to use the euphemism of the, of the press, found dead yesterday. Yes, in a room, unfortunately. Which is yeah. so awful. I mean, it's yeah. the, the thing that 
comes straight to mind is that sense that suicide being a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yes. Yeah. And I think everyone just wants it to be, you know, like, it would have been all right. You yeah. know, it's, it's such a desperate feeling you have. It's that sort of rush to offer simplistic reasons or solutions in any way, isn't it? It's obviously a Absolutely. complex scenario. Absolutely. I mean, I it really there's is a, there's a, a lot complex scenario on. being played out in the cartoonish realm of the, yes. of the media. Yeah. But I think just to blame the media... Oh, no, it's not it's too much as well. It? It's kind of... It's sort of... It goes in every direction, doesn't it? But it's, it's, it's just a real shame. I mean, yeah, exactly. It goes ago, in every direction, but at the heart of it, it's a tragedy. Yeah, totally, completely. And a year ago, she was... So on top, yeah. It is that vulnerability, isn't it? That it, it makes you mindful of, you know. Yeah, and that sense in life that it's very hard when when bad things happen. You see bad things happening in the world. You think, oh, that's terrible. And then when your life, hey, <laughs> we're uh, we're running and recording. How you doing? Hello, mate. Yeah, it's good, it's good that we've actually got, um, you know, balloons on our microphones and everything in a really embarrassing way. And we needed a witness we thought we were going to see Storm Dennis, but he hasn't appeared as yet. Right. I'm just coming back to... Uh, oh, there's... I live on that boat. Oh, nice! Oh, really? oh, nice! Let's get out of the way of these runners. How long, how long have you been on the boat? Uh, two years now. Uh, <sighs> oh, go on, go on, go on. 9am, let's have it, let's have it. <laughs> Going long, going hard. Go hard or go home. It's a training run, so we, we, we haven't done enough miles, so we're going to try and do... We're going to push towards 20 miles today. Yeah. So, that's, so that's can we stop thing. off in your boat and do a poo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, uh, that's my running club. Yeah, that's great. That's, so you know all those people. Yeah. God, talk about see everyone we know. Yeah, it's all happening. Well, it? we better run on. Yeah, yeah, we've got to go. Take care, love. See you later. I'm impressed with this boat business. I'm going to keep an eye out for you next time. Funny to meet the old, uh, I think that was the 9am group. Yeah. So they'll be doing, they'll do about 20. Yeah, well, I, I know this uh, this uh, moment in marathon training with the Heathsiders from your book. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the thing was with the, when I did it, I only did it, I've only been there once. So I've only yeah, yeah. They, of course, just go every week. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. part of the structure of the week, you know. Now they're in front of us. I've got to get a picture. This is the real Heathsiders in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> I picture them all, always wearing the vests. <laughs> but that has not happened in this case. The hardcore aren't there actually this morning. That's quite a mellow. That's quite a mellow grouping. They might even be the 10 o'clock group. I don't know, but they're, they're definitely Heathsiders. Wind, so wind and rain, wind and rain. Did you feel that? Yeah, it's coming in. So yeah, we were interrupted so, well, talking about something serious. Who was, who was, who was that? Yeah, I don't know. Right, okay. <laughs> Bless um, yeah, old, uh, it, it makes the it, what it does is it makes my kids aware of, you know, the loose, the loose nature of gossip and slander. Yep, yep. And to be care, just be careful, just be mindful that these are people, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've never forgotten Charlie Brooker covering one year on the screen wipe talking about when the, the press's favourite thing was how crazy Britney Spears was. Right. And uh, specifically, she'd had a moment where she went off 
screaming and railing against the world in yeah. the back of an ambulance. Yes. Now look at that, it's just so crazy going off in an ambulance. Yeah. And he had footage from like 100 feet further away yeah. of the 150 people screaming at her yes. with cameras and flashes and going, go, Brady, 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 Brady. And of course that part of the story is entirely edited out. Yes. It's yeah. always, you always read it as if it's happening in a vacuum. Yes. And then, you know, and the, the tabloid media behave as if it's happening in a vacuum. But, it's but, tied in at the other end. But, but they're, they're not part of it. They're not part of it. Yeah. And of course it's all connected. It's the social, local version of global politics. Yeah. When people behave like, you know, insurgents in a faraway country are just making a fuss. When they uh, have legitimate, uh, you know, they not legitimate, I'm not legitimising violence and saying they have a relationship with global politics, you yes. know, they, yeah. they know history, they're connected in a very real sense of what happened, everything's connected, yeah. and then it gets reported as if that as person if is just yeah. freaking out all on their yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's two different things, isn't it? There's the media there? factor, oh, no. it's down here. Yeah. The, t- the media thing, but also just that sense of how, like you say, things can get really messy. Yeah. You don't know how it's going to happen to someone, you know, to you, to one. Yes, and that, and that kind of, the flip side of fame thing is obviously, sometimes you get preferential treatments. Yeah. And this is going to get played out and maybe we'll find out, maybe we won't, but it's very unusual for domestic violence cases to continue when the partner's been committed an assault against doesn't want to press charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, it felt like there was an element of someone being made an example of possibly. Of yeah. course, it's conjecture. Yeah. But that's certainly what the management's been saying today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just awful, awful, oh, just awful, awful. That's right. Yeah. And like you say, I'm not used to it, not a fan. I don't watch, I'm not a habitual disser yeah, of Love I Island. I just don't watch much day-to-day TV because yeah, 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 I'm yeah, so film yeah. obsessed. But it, it is the third Yes, it is connection linked to that show. with that show, yeah. That can't be right. Yeah, the Mind you, they've connected 70 suicides to the Department of Work and Pensions, so right. it is, does show that things will carry on, yeah. even when they do seem to be leading directly to misery and death. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there's a coot! <laughs> so we're coming on to the edge of edge of the marshes. Yes, we've got a little strip of woodland between us and the marshes. Right. Got the heathsiders up ahead, yeah. which is like a nice little metaphor for what running and knowing other people are running is like. Yes, yeah, yeah I want it. A lot of people. Well, this is a key. This is a key zone for people's spring marathon preparation, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Mid-February, this, the long runs are starting to absolutely, yeah. click in. There'll be a fair few people here in London who are ten weeks out now. Yeah. So six weeks into a training plan. They're probably, oh yeah, let's go left here, they're, um, they'll be, watch out, bike, bike, oh. sorry. I literally told you to go left and you went left and there was a bike coming. I nearly facilitated the accident of yes. our lives. Yeah, yeah. They put some wood chips down here nice. to hold their mud off on the little step onto Hackney Marshes. So we're... So we're about eight weeks out from... Uh, seven. Seven out from Seven Manchester. weeks today. Yeah. So they'll be doing 15, 16, would you say? If they're working with a training plan. Yeah, pro- I right? mean, for first-time marathon runners now, they'll be on about 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
This is a nice view. Yeah, it's just open. I really it's, like this, yeah. It's just such a big space. Yes. Have we talked about them putting trees back in here? No. Do you know this? No, I didn't know you this. You know no. the wilding, rewilding thing? Yeah. Well, I think the Mayor of London has bought back, or, well, already owns, but has repurposed a patch of Hackney Marshes yeah. to plant a load of trees. Right. Because it's massive. It will carry on being a sports arena, but they can actually get a significant I bet they can, yeah. forest going on here. Nice. So that's quite exciting. It's just nice. amazing to find somewhere in London that can happen, you know. Yeah. That is really nice. <laughs> Julia's been reading, a, what's her name, Isabella Tree? Right. I might have got that wrong, but I don't think so, because it's a brilliant bit of nominative yeah. determinism. And she's written this book called Wilding. And uh, it's really good, but it's... It's pretty dry and factual. <laughs> She's like, this is fascinating, but yeah. tell me more about the lovely bits and less about the hectares. <laughs> no, it's a nice little space. And so we're going to wild our back garden, which as you know, is basically six square feet of concrete. You're going to get but a we've been looking to get it sorted out for ages. So micro forest. Instead of doing it really fancy and spending money on new decking, we'll just make a hole in the ground and let some brambles grow. Nice, yeah. Easy. So we're having a good splash through through the marshes. The old cold foot. It's a funny thing, the way never quite work out done this very well, whether to bother <laughs> avoiding puddles or not. No. Because your feet get wet, you think, ooh, and then they warm up. Yeah, and you think, ooh. And it's fine. And that always, and it never wears off. Yeah. You're doing that, that totally sodden um, York Marathon. Yeah. Still. You know, 18 miles in, going, oh no, a puddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> feel a little bit like Homer Simpson when he is in a world of chocolate and bites a chocolate dog <laughs> and a chocolate lamppost and then gets really excited when he sees a shop that says chocolate 50% off. Bramley, 20, 20% off next year for people who. I'm so glad. I'm so glad it didn't happen. I just wasn't in the shape to do it. Yeah. I would have gone for it, but I think the last four miles would have sp spoken a sorry tale. <laughs> that was my that was my prediction. I knew we should look for some... We're going to try a little bit today to look for some consistency. Use the fact that we're running at Parkrun... Parkrun, shut up. Um, uh, podcast yes. pace now. And I did a Parkrun yesterday to try and be running as steady as this yes when not if when we're back here in you know two hours time <laughs> i can't yeah. imagine it Paul. it's a terrible idea yeah we're doing okay i still don't think much evidence dennis i think if it was absolutely bad there'd be more not, tree no. on the ground here no there's absolutely no evidence of this would have felt very stupid if we hadn't gone out because of dennis yeah and it is my another excuse i was launching upon the world unheeded was uh it's my son's 17th birthday very exciting time today yeah so uh, yeah i'd kind of forgotten only because he gives it such little attention in his kind of i'm not communicating with the world kind of crusade <laughs> yeah. but, and then suddenly yesterday it's like have you not got me any clothes for my birthday like, we've been asking you all week what you want for your birthday <laughs> yeah. to, 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 to absolutely zero response but he had some mates on last night yeah 
weren't that? Was it Wednesday day? Yesterday? No, it's, it's today. today. It's today. It's wow, this that's big, isn't it? Today, so it's as not... your youngest child can now drive a car. He's 17. He's 17, so... Yeah. Um, is, that, is that car driving age? Yeah, 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 I didn't know that. What do you think? Do you think he's going to be a good driver, safe? That is so worrying. <laughs> he's nowhere near driving a car. I mean, he suggests living with a mate so he can be nearer the Brit school. Right. He suggested that we get him a flat and he lives with a mate. You've got no idea how far away he's from that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like, well, that's a no. Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, yeah. he has a hard enough living his life whilst living with us. Never mind yeah, organising yeah, yeah. himself when he's not. So go outside and return with all the things he set off with. Yeah. He's a major achievement. Well, it is, and it is, to be fair to him, you know, when you're living through it, you really do see, and there's something I read about, blooming how teenagers' brains work. It sounds like I'm being really crass, but no, you know, no, it's in Bill Bryson. Yeah, it's no, not, you're right, as you right. said, they're not just young grown-ups. It's a whole different system that's it shifting and changing. Is, yeah, and yeah. when you see it on the ground, it's basically these kids. I'm thinking of my daughter now, who's you know younger of mine, so significantly younger. Really, this combination of autonomy yeah. and good ideas, yeah. getting stuff sorted out, and specifically not wanting input or help from us. Yes. And yet, in another way, they're useless. They've got like no framework. Total inability to, to, to do it. Yes. To, yeah. It's like they they're yes. going to turn around and go, oh, I forgot my keys, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I live, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I got in the bus in the wrong direction. Why am I eating my own pants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how they get to it. Yeah. So often. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, he has so you're a, not going to get a flat? Absolutely not, no. I mean, <laughs> but that's not to say that he's not capable of great things. It's just, you're right, their brains are still developing. It's sort of unfair, really, that he's living a life now where he has to get up during the week, most days, about 6.45 in the morning. Yeah. 
That's unnatural for a teenage brain. It yeah. just is. I'm aware of it. It's unnatural for someone 30 years older than him. It I'm is, finding. yeah, but, it's, but especially for him. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm I aware really can't of the injustices. I get up at 20 to 7 every day. Yeah. I just can't get used to it. Yeah. I'm, quite, I'm good at it. Up out of bed, get busy. Yeah. But it's like, oh! Yeah. And, and then if I get extra sleep, the other day my wife said, You go back to sleep. I slept for two more hours. Yeah. And when I got up, I was worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. just such a headache Your and, body's, and despair. Your body's remembered what it's like to get rest. It, yeah. It, it needs more. It it's does had a glimpse of what it needs. Yeah, it's like I just gave it a taste of it. Exactly. Yeah. It's disastrous. But anyway, I'm, I'm, let's get back to the teenagers. Yeah, so we're going to go. I mean, my wife's bought him a. I'm, my wife, I'm part of this relationship, family. Yeah. Has bought him, but she's sourced. On our behalf. She's sourced. She's sourced. She is a source, isn't yeah. she, your wife? Oh, yes. sorry, that wasn't like you meant that. She's all right, sourced. Well, uh, accidentally, uh, podcast was in a. <laughs> accidentally, uh, objectified the. Uh, other comedian's wife, wife. Some kind of hot sauce. Over, yeah. uh, comedian involved in taking events all over. In fact, joined him. Over. <laughs> uh, totally inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. In any year, particularly 2020. 2020. Over. Over. <laughs> no, she's, uh, she bought him a re-conditioned uh, laptop because we couldn't quite stretch to one that was like 1700 quid. Yeah. But she's Particularly as you know he's going to drop it down the stairs. Yeah, especially he's going to just <laughs> smash it over my head in the next 10 minutes. But it's, uh, it's a good little, it's a good present that, isn't it? Yeah. So we spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. And he's always editing and it'll be great for him. Yeah. But it's not nothing. Yep. So hopefully he'll be pleased with it. No refunds! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did we, you say that when you hand it over? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your present, no refunds. I don't suppose you saw him this morning. No, not really, no. Oh, but I'll see, I'll see him when we get back. Yeah, it was one of those things. So now we're looping back. Yeah, we've got to... to Stoke here. The whole thing is a, uh, it's a figure of eight, right? So, right. to recap, we've come yeah. out through Stoke, Newington, Stoke Newington Common, yeah. up over the top of the hill at Morning Magpie, Clapton, right. down through Smithfield Park, yeah. south. Yeah. I realised that... We turned off from the heathside as they're carrying on down, aren't they, to the yes. Olympic Park or the river or they something? They will do, yeah, yeah. So we turned left. They'll go right to And now we're on the, exactly where Hackney Marshes Park Run takes place. Yes, we are. I'm getting Park Run flashbacks, yeah. As a Park Run tourist. Oh, by the way, there's an app. I've got an app that collates my Park Run results for me. Oh, yeah. Nice. Anyway. Um, they're getting everywhere, aren't they? As a Park Run tourist, I just suddenly realised how big and fast Hackney Marshes Park on it. Right. It's one of those ones. I suppose it's, you know, cities and towns. What do you mean in terms of the number of people who do it? Loads of people do it. Yeah. And get incredible times. Yeah, it is fast. Yeah. You know. Um, it's partly because it's flat, but I think it's also because it draws people in. And maybe because this is a sporting environment, you know, we're near the marshes, which is full of football and rugby and stuff. Yeah. We're near the Olympic Park. Yes. So I think it draws athletes as well as weekend that, runners. It draws people in, yeah. And that's why it's so nice to realise, as people who initially came, you know, in a fairly almost cynical sense of it's flat and we might get a good time, to have that relationship with Hackney where we've seen the whole field and the people who come down and walk, run it, or, mm. you know, yeah. basically, or start 10 minutes later but still do it and stuff. It's... it's well, it's like all park runs. It's, it serves everyone. The truth is, it's become, in London, for me, it's become my go-to park run. Yeah. 
to what I prefer doing. Yeah, I, you know the one I'd like to get back to, and I think every time we go through there, it's Finsby Park. Yeah, Finsby Park is great as well. Actually. And I want to do Highbury again, it's just that I did that low, so right at the beginning. Yeah, same here, same I still, I still, Highbury Park kind of, it, it, it draws, I'm going to start the sentence again. Start again. Highbury, Hackney and South Manchester. Yeah. I've done all three of them about the same amount of times. Right. So, I'm slightly haunted by uh, Highbury Park Run because it was where I was, I was very fast when I did it. Yeah, right. So I'm slightly, you don't want to go back I and used see to the do difference. just about, just about 19 minutes there, which is quite good for that course. So yeah, that's good anyway. I was a really bit, I was, I'm, I won't be anywhere near that now, so yeah. there'll be a bit of a swallow involved in going back, but I should do it. I got one of my sub-20s there. Yes. So yeah. it's obviously, no, uh, saying it. it's not completely, maybe that's just us, I don't it's think so. It's not slow, it's just a lap thing, isn't it? And a slight uphill, Yeah. every lap, just a slight. I think maybe a bit like the wind in Southsea yesterday, it, it kind of chivvies you into a strong park run. Yeah. Yes, I am. From that point of view, back we go. Yeah. So, I do love them though. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing Bakewell next weekend. Nice. As part of the uh, run camp thing. All right, what is the run camp? It's run camp, it's... Oh, are you doing the marathon talk thing, are you? Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Marathon talk, run camp. Right. With Bakewell Park on the Saturday and yeah. uh, Carsington Water. Half okay. marathon on the Sunday. So this model, what are you doing both? Park run and the long run. I'm repeating next oh, weekend. Nice. Oh, that's good. And you're doing a gig for the marathon talk people. Yes. How cool. And I think Tony Ordenshaw's going to be there. Martin Tony Yelling will be there. Tony Ordenshaw. Oh, that's great. We need to go running with Tony again. Talking of things that you know we have to go back is. The fact that you weren't on that one, that's a real shame. Yes. That's a beautiful run. He was a really good run. Because, yeah. of course, me ran, listeners may or may not know, we ran with Tony and uh, Rachel and Cullen on the same day. Which was... Hard work. It was a good day. <laughs> yeah, he was really good fun. Funny enough, I do <laughs> think that I've got a better idea. You don't know those people, do you? No, no. the running group up there. Um, I think I've got a better idea of how trail tires you out yeah. than I did then. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Guardian yesterday was pushing trail running as a thing. As a, as a what sort of thing? As a good thing? Oh, oh, oh right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bramble. Snaggled by Brambles. <laughs> Coped with it really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a problem. No one listening is going to know. anyone, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kicks a twig. <laughs> yeah. oh, help! Help! <laughs> Just as we talk about trail running. Yeah, yeah. Comedian, uh, yeah. So brushes bramble with leg, uh, turns into Victorian lady. Yeah. Yeah. Extreme overreaction. Leads me to believe he may be incompatible for long distance trail events. <laughs> uh, paddle, paddle, paddle. Splash, splash. Oh, no. <laughs> See, we're okay. We don't mind getting wet feet. No, I don't mind. No. Uh, We've accepted so that. So, yeah, we turn back north. Which way do we want to go here? Oh, I know. Um, I mean, we're on an old, I don't know what it used to be. Because it's a, maybe it used to be a railway. I don't think so. Right. We've just gone under Leebridge Road again. And let me get on a really kind of straight dike in the Walthamstone Marshes. Yeah. Which just goes on sits and on. above it and goes straight yeah. up to the bit where we're going to have to duck down yeah. to get under the railway. Zigzagging round. So we've, uh, cheers. 
should talk about the bookity book. So the yeah, book, 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 book. I since uh, we last ran, we had your lovely book launch. Yes. And I've read your book. It's all right, man. Yes. Well, the uh, it's great. The, the the book launch was such a nice evening because obviously you you get a book out and you do your and you release it and it goes out into the world and you get loads of feedback and it's great. But the kind of that right, doesn't I'm, necessarily happen, by the way. No, but no. that's another story. No, God. But the but the book launch just gave me a chance to. I, it kind of gave me what I didn't get with my fiftieth. Yeah, I sort of didn't get the chance to just make a speech and say, um, just be really nice to Rachel. Yeah. And I just got the chance to thank everyone who associated with the book, including you, who sadly missed us. So great to hear you thanking me like that. Yeah. Aforementioned. Uh, yeah. Teenager. <laughs> Yeah, made me and my wife late to the book launch. Which is a shame. But it a is a shame. I feel terrible. Oh, no, but I have to say, really selfishly, I think I would have gone. So I'm glad. Yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. terms of my no, own I discomfort got... with public displays of no, emotion. Because found... oh. me and JC had a little cry when we were talking yeah, about it. Yeah, he was going to we'll chat about JC. <laughs> but I was, uh, I thank Runners World, I thank all the Heathside lot, I thank to yourself. And I thanked everyone associated with the book and the publisher and stuff. And then I thanked Rachel. Then I read a bit about Rachel, about meeting her and falling in love with her. Yeah. And it was just really nice. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's just a really nice... And I was funny and with all your mates there. Those, that, that doesn't happen very often, does it? No, no, it's a special moment. It really was. And, it, and just in terms of the book and what it is, it's a quiet little counterpoint to the sub-three marathon itself. Yes, yeah. But that's what I wanted to say to you. I want to give you the... Someone else was saying this online yesterday, and it's so true give the Apollo 13 award right. for pulling 100% drama out of a story Where you already, that we yeah. know what happens. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's yeah. exactly what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. specifically your something marathon, which we all know you did. Yes. And I think anyone picking up the book can probably see that that's where it goes. I mean, that's a part it's of it. It's not a secret, is it? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the truth of the matter is that running sub three getting commission for the book became I've said this before became the same thing yeah no one's going to read a book about someone who gave it the marathon absolutely everything to eat up three and then didn't yeah that's Do right you know what I mean the, the two became you have to create that yeah, punchline yeah, yeah 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 that's right yeah. which is a good uh, which yeah, is a really good, good motivation pressure. yeah yeah you know. quite a, that's a weird uh, unusual uh, not a motivation everyone's going to have yes but, yeah but really good but it worked for me but yeah. I think that that's what I loved about it well, I also think it's really nice to uh, to read a book by you because you it suits you. You know, I read a right. David Sedaris, and then I read your book, and I thought, right. in a very broad sense, it's the same thing. You know, you're a journalist, philosopher, a clear voice, that and that has always expressed itself through stand-up and through your columns. So, are we ready to read it on the page? You know, yes, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really nice to just craft something for people and and try and pay take people along on the journey without alienating people who aren't going for three hours. No, that's Try right. to keep it open to everyone because that's what marathons are great for Yeah, for that, aren't and they? And that's why it's the framework. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I'm steeped in everything that you might find, think other people might find off-putting, but I think you did the, that thing where you take that framework as a lens to look at everything. Yes. First of all, to look at your whole life. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. secondly... To look at life. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what a story is. The same way if you're Tom Rootsworth and you help an old lady on the train. Yes. St a story should be a lens 
Yes. Through which we look at everything. It's just a, it's just a platform to stand and have a look at it. Isn't yeah. Because it? uh, that's the other thing. If you only wrote that book, that would be which would be a shame. But we could say we could come away and say, I get it. I get about Paul. Yes. Yeah. Totally. See, see yeah. Yeah. What you've done in your life, where you are now. Which, which actually makes it quite a tricky book to follow. But that's, yeah, yeah. That, that's a different question. But that's a good problem to have. It is, and it's. Uh, but yeah, exactly. Whatever book. Whatever book you write next, it will in a sense be a different angle on the same story. Yes. I, I mean, the thing about the marathon, about when you do marathons or long distance running or any running really, it just brings up all your stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. When you get tired, when you get exhausted and emotional. Yeah, you take away that layer it brings, of skin. It brings everything up. Yeah. Which is and now part of the reason why I think it's so healthy. Yeah, and, the, and the, if, you, if you ever get out and run to the point where... I don't know what the medical point we should look into that. Yeah. Point when you, because we fit and we run slow, you know. So it's not like we're running to, it's not like that moment when you're first running fast and the endorphins really drop. Yeah. And you think, I can do this. Yeah. But there is that moment when you're a. Anyway. Your doors of he's doing the reverse loop of us. Yeah. <laughs> when your doors of perception open up. Yes. And we start kind of drawing conclusions about the greater questions of life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a lot of the reason why people run, isn't it? And it's just Although I think that some people don't. Right. I think some of the really fast runners, some of your uh distance contemporaries, sorry, uh, time contemporaries. Yeah. People who can knock out a 245, 250. Yeah. Do you see that tiny dog doing hunt pose? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. There was a little dog yeah. sniffing in some more brambles and the one next to it just with one paw up going, yeah, in there. Yeah. Under there, something under there. Yeah. Oh, it's pointing. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I think sometimes the way you get, that's why it's interesting, your book being by you, is that you, everyone from people who might have done I don't know, Jensen Button, maybe even Gavin, people doing sort of 245, 250 marathons up to Kipchoge and Paula Radcliffe. Yes, yeah. I think often, and this connects to the ultramarathon runners as well, they get to a point where they're not philosophising. Yes. They're yeah, damping, yeah. Not, damp, not deliberately damping down, but they're kind of transcending yes. better, the voice. Yeah. They're not bothering running along thinking what do I think about life but, but which is you, why you're you're kind of cuspable in that sense yes I'm a little the, bit you're enough of an athlete to really a fun run around the athlete yeah so okay. you're the, there aren't that, I don't think there's that many people who have that combination that personality let alone who are also writer comedians yes yeah although I must say that when I'm racing any thoughts I have are very uh Distant, you know, you got, that, that is a good, enjoyable thing about racing when you're fit, is that you are just concentrating on running as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference with that and what we're doing now, or if you weren't here, just kind of pontificating and yeah, yeah, yeah. lounging around. And the reason, if I'm running on my own for hours, I, well, for minutes, yeah. I, I want to listen to music. Yes, yeah. I mean, the closest I can imagine that is like is that bit on the York before last when it felt like I took a nap. Right, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because there was a lot of the uh, he-siders were there yeah. at the book launch and you suddenly feel a little bit sensitive about talking about them in your book. You know, yeah, there's a guy yeah. there, Dom, who was like very, very close to it in three hours for the marathon. Yeah. 
He's well, also, I think, in spite of yourself, you uh, you found the comparison between his mindset and yours. Yeah, maybe, yeah. You know, and that's a story that needs to be told. Yeah, but the fact is, he's faster than me at every other distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hasn't beaten three yet. Yeah. And I just wanted to have a word with him and say, it's not a big deal. Just if you touch the ceiling here, yeah, this is nice. You get very dirty hands. Oh my, what? This is it. This is. We've found Storm Dennis. <laughs> yeah, this we is. We found the Dennis. No, it's a, it's a bridge, Paul. It's not. Storm yeah, Dennis. yeah. This is holds back to get a picture. Is, is this? Would you describe this as life-threatening? Yeah, I think you're in grave danger. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Watch this. Here we go. Straight through. What? You're absolute <laughs> man. Absolutely. I am regretting this. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cold. Absolutely. So yeah, no matter how wet you are, <laughs> if you get your feet completely wet, <laughs> it is colder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, doing wet straight uh, through. Terrible decision. Uh, different approaches to the same problem. Over. One uh, definitely more stupid than the other. One a bit more stupid. Uh, almost done for comic effect. By the way, yeah. Uh, Storm Dennis is taking the mickey out of you yeah. <laughs> by presenting on the other side of the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? you think there's no storm? Yeah. Storm Dennis is uh, asserting itself. It's all up in our chops. Yeah, it's that thing with Dominic. It's just like because he became a bit of a symbol of of, of doubt, of a mindset, or whatever, slightly. Yeah. But it also he just might not have the physical body to do it. He's a real high-stepping kind of tall, rangy, strided yeah. runner that totally suits 5 and 10 Ks, and I can't get anywhere near him. Yeah, and that's but I can scuttle along past him at 24 miles of a marathon, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and I think that that hits on a, again, why it's two, why, two things. One, why it's great that you and you only did this book, and two, tapping into a wider thing about we're not really talking about a, a given pace. Yes, yeah. You're talking about what running shows you, what a marathon yes, shows you. you. Yes, yeah. And uh, because there are, the example of that here is, there are people who are faster than you. Yes. You know, <laughs> amazingly. Yeah, of course, yeah, loads of, <laughs> loads but, yeah, loads but that, of loads. And they yeah. will, in that context, philosophically, they'll find less. Yeah. You know, if it's available to you to run a 2.45 marathon, you're not going to find out key truths about yourself running a three-hour marathon. No, no, no. It's no. almost the most useful, that almost yes, yeah. unmeaningless line of a time yeah. has ever been, you know. And from that point of view, that's why it's uncomfortable with Dominic, because he's battling with the concept in yes. the same way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dominic, he's, he's done three hours and 26 seconds Yee. for the marathon. That's right. And he's, he's getting older and he's still training really hard. And I'd love it if he could crack it. Yeah, yeah. While simultaneously saying to him, don't worry about it. To be fair, I think he's over it. I think he's fine. I just yeah. wanted to make sure. You yeah, know. yeah. Tony Audenshaw, aforementioned another character he's from mentioned. our lives and from your book. Yeah. That marathon where, earlier marathon where you blew out and he he also didn't get sub three and he got it with six seconds. Yes, yeah. Specifically because he got caught behind them moving the road crossing oh, that's on Birdcage Walk. That is awful, isn't it? Morning. Hey, mate. No, that, oh, that always gets quite a, quite a frick moment, isn't it? When they yeah. start, just right at the end there, they start to mess about with the cordons. Yeah, yeah. That's a tense moment. It is, and he went in and had to turn back right. and then missed three hours by six seconds. Yeah. And as you said at the time, when he told us this, 
sooty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do sweep, but then of course, A, it was a terrible impression of sweep, and B, sooty doesn't make any noise. So I'm just working out well where we're going now. We're going okay, round so the back. We are now over the, the canal from where we were earlier yes, yes. in Stringfield Park. Yeah. Going south again. Yeah. And we're going to cross. Remember when you first said this is a bit we don't normally do? Yes. Across to there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through Millfield Park. And then come back. And Hackney Downs. And, uh, and then we're back at my house. Right. So. Uh, and then we do it again. Great. We're heading towards the Woo! end. Yeah! Yeah, baby! But, um, so yeah, tell us about JC, the uh, basically lovely fellow, and I've met him and had a chat. Yeah. And then you said to me, You met JC, could he be any more French? Yeah, he's or some a, such. He's a wonderful. I used to run a lot with JC. By the way, we're not talking about Jesus being with us while we run. No, no, no. Jean, he's a real Jean, person. Jean Christophe. Lovely French. Uh, friend lives in Crouch End. He was really into his running. Around about the time I was just getting into it, back with you as well. I'd run with JC as well. Yeah. And he was very much one for the uh, philosophy of running and the, yes. the chatting about it. And he actually, I sort of quote him at the start of the book as when he talks about the start of the marathon being such a beautiful moment because for a second we're all facing in the same direction yeah it's beautiful you know it's just really nice and it's it came special. directly from him and i know it and it's you it know it meant something to him to have that at the start of the book yeah yeah and he's a he is a he's the kind of guy who will well up with tea as well to talk about how much he loves running he's yeah, that, yeah. he's that guy and, and as such he's highly valued and he turns up in a would you describe it as a cowboy hat? No, no, I wouldn't. Right, some sort of uh, hat. Though, a battered fedora. A battered His closest fedora. relative is, um, no, but that makes him sound like Indiana Jones. Yeah. The, the hat he wears, and this, yeah, this is indoors on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Hat he wears, and I think that, I don't know whether he had a glass of red wine in his right hand. Right. Um, because it was a do, or because he was born with it. Yeah. <laughs> but it certainly looked right. Yeah. And then his hat is, most akin to Snufkin's hat from the Moomins. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's a hat that's seen, you know, that, that you wouldn't really imagine. Did he used to run in it? No, he didn't. But, it, but vestigially he did. Yeah, it's a shame that he can't run now. He's got injured, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But he was really into his running. Yeah. The, the wine got mostly drunk at the, uh, at the launch, as we said, and I think it was four, it was a 14 percenter. Yeah. Because a lot of people were suggesting it was quite strong. Yeah. It had to be good wine on principle. Yes, the red wine was slightly better than the white. Yeah. Again, on principle. Yeah. Oh, oh, you go as close to that water as you sorry. like. He wants uh, me to wade another one. Yeah. Did you hear me echo there? I really hope that came out. So like, it was, uh, and, and I, I found it uh, very emotional. And not without tension as an experience, but really yeah. enjoyable. And then I came home. You went on to the pub, didn't you? Went on to the pub. Yeah. My wife had a few drinks. We, we all got home. Uh, Before you go on here, I just want to say one last thing about JC. He looks a bit like you. Really? He's a little bit like... He's very different to you. Sort of blessed. But sort of genetically blessed. Yeah, kind of magical. Kind of <laughs> super special and incredibly handsome. Yeah. And he's not as tall as you. Right. But nevertheless, I had this vague, this weird sense when I was talking to him that he was an extension of you. That he was you doing a character. <laughs> it's like in, the, in Hot Fuzz, when uh, Simon Pegg thinks that Bill Bailey's taking the mickey. 
Right. And it turns out he actually is twins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like that. Yeah. So like I can see them standing talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. The guy on the right is significantly shorter, and yet I'm sure they're Bless. both poor. He love that. So yeah, you we, went, you went on. We went on, and then I, I came home, not not massively drunk, to try and find a flat, but a little bit drunk. Yeah. And I drank a bottle and a half of red wine to myself after you got home. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I, so, started, I started watching Uncut Gems, the last half hour film I'd already seen, and then I sat, I, I started watching The Irishman. Yeah, I've already seen The Irishman. Yeah, it's yeah. Become yeah. one of those go-to and really drunk movies. Yeah, good. And uh, of course. Uh, the advantage of that is it lasts over three hours. Yeah. So you just get through a lot of wine. That's it's right. Really compromised. Is that an advantage? Would it you is call it, that an advantage? It is at that stage. Yeah. I just had to find some vehicle of letting all the pressure that I'd felt dissipate. Yeah. Gradually over time. And I found it, not for the first time, through booze. Yeah, yeah. So the, Thursday was awful. Friday I had a, like my last... And the last couple of bits of publicity on Five Live and Bob Mills show yesterday. Yeah. But by Saturday I was fine, but it was a definite two-day hangover. Yeah. Well, I oh, think it's story. only appropriate. It's hard, kind of. It's hard not to read the book and think, yeah, that seems right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just letting it. Just a little side thing. It's interesting what you said about the Irishman. And as film watchers, there is a wonder to when you're drunk or indeed hungover to the freedom it gives you to watch films you've already seen. Yes. You know, it's suddenly, because I lean quite badly into comfort films anyway. Yes, yeah, yeah, but I, when, I do that, yeah. But when you've really, when you know, that's all you've got. Yeah. I remember being on a train once and I was in a terrible state, really awful. I'd already done the first class upgrade. Right. And I was certainly ruining it for all the people I was with. Yeah. Just being in first class and making them think, who let that guy in first class? Yeah. <laughs> it's always good. And um, I just suddenly realised that I could just watch the Bourne Identity again. And yeah. it was, I nearly cried. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I could just watch it again. I'm yeah. going to enjoy it as much <laughs> as I ever have. Yeah. Because that's all that's left of me. Yeah. It's like. It's like checking in with an old mate, isn't it? Yeah. You've had a few drinks. I know these guys. I know the film. I know the bits I like. I'm just going to enjoy it. Now we're on to the only little bit of this figure of eight. Yeah. That repeats. Right. I think it's quite nice. Yeah, it is quite nice, yeah. Quite clever. And the weather... The weather has got worse. It's just raining. It's incessantly miserable. Yeah. Yeah, it's cold, isn't it? There's no hurricane blast though. No, we're fine, we're fine. We're not in we're not in any imminent danger. No. And it's good training. I thought yeah. this morning and I went to the cupboard. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is really mundane, but um I went to the cupboard yesterday I thought I'm gonna wash all my running clothes. Right. I thought I've really messed up because you can't wash your running clothes at the weekend. Because the two teenagers at school and two other grown-ups in the house. The weekend is huge, isn't it? You need to do nine washes just to keep up. Yeah. So I can't say, oh, no, I'm going to wash it's my shorts. No, no, no. So uh, I didn't. I thought, that's okay. I've got a set of running clothes. You're wearing your grubby. In the bottom of the wardrobe. And I went to get them. Yeah. And guess what? What's that? Two of those items were bamboo. Oh, you can't wear bamboo in the rain. No. It gets so wet and so heavy. Right. You might as well say, yeah, I'm going to run dressed up as a Wookiee. Can't do it. 
So, so what I hope to I had to go ha, throw them back in the cupboard and uh, pull out. Oh, these clothes are fine. They're right. They're my uh, shorts with the built-in lycra shorts. Nice. And they, the zip on the pocket is broken. Right. And they pull down a little bit. That's the advantage of bamboo, is the stretch gives a bit more. With my non-existent bum and fairly thunderous thighs. Say thunderous, they're not big, they're just sort of strong. power. Anything that snug, yeah. it just gets pulled down. Pulls itself down over time. So it can lead to gusset issues. It's obviously conundrum in the rain whether to, because you're going to get wet. It's rare to find stuff that's good, that keeps you dry underneath, isn't it? Or is it? Yeah, no, no, I don't think it I don't think it exists. Because you just, if it really keeps the rain off, then you get condensation. Yeah. It's always going to be a different temperature. Yeah. Even if you're walking, let alone if you're running. Yeah. So you basically so stop the water from outside coming in, but make your own clean, fresh water inside. So we just accept. So what's the difference? Yeah. We accept we're going to get wet. Exactly. So, but then I had another thought, which is less mundane at that point, because my knowledge of running in the bamboo is based on that run in Avarice. Right. And, you know, when you train, you're training for the training, you know, every, every run makes the subsequent runs easier. Yeah. I know I didn't go as hard in Avarice, but it was up and down and up and down. It was dangerous. And I was on my own. Yeah. So the idea of running in London with you, even in weather as it's bad as that, yeah, which, yeah. by the way, this isn't. It didn't. It's not so bad, is it? It's not going to be. No. I, I was in Aberystwyth. Yeah. I can handle this. No, we're doing all right. Yeah. We're going. We're doing two loops this morning. That's it. We keep keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a double loop. This is it. This, this is, is the first, first of two. First of a two of a two loop extravaganza. But I think, and this is in your book. I think you can, uh, and it's really two different ways of looking at exactly the same thing. You often talk about chunking things down, you know? Yes, yeah. You break things down into their constituent Small parts yes. to make them easier to, to handle. It's basically like chopping a little kid's sausage into five bits. Yes. You show them a sausage, they're like, oh, I can't eat it. Yeah, well, you can eat this bit. Then yeah. eat that bit, that bit, and the yeah. whole sausage is gone. Chunking it down, and I think, at an advanced level, which again, you very much cover in the book, and is to do with the central governor. Yes. Is if you can kind of create an external cut in the, your idea of what the job at hand is. Yeah. It makes it easier. I think it makes it easier. I've yeah. talked before about going up Helvellyn. That was the longest walk we did that holiday. Yeah. But it didn't feel that way because it had a journey to and from the start of the mountain ascent. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's like this. I think if we stop at my house, yeah. finish this episode. Have a lie down. Have a lie down for three hours. Yeah. Watch the Jump rest in, of the Irishman. Jump it, go drink home. a bottle of wine. Go home and then see you then tomorrow. Then the day after tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> we run the rest of the journey. It's perfect. Yes, that's the way to do it. Hey, no, look, it's not. Best daft so far on your right. Yeah, daft, daft, a formation of daffodils. Yeah. Really good. Beautiful. Like getting that one. Sort of weird Nike tick of daffodils. Yeah, it's like a chevron, if you will. Yes. He's loving it. He's loving it, loving it, loving it. Yeah, so he's... Uh, I did my last radio interview with Bob Mills The yesterday. mighty Bob Mills. Yes. Which was very enjoyable. Yeah. 
and uh, I've got a couple of other things, but I'm quite pleased it's over. Yeah, I find it quite draining. Well, so I got myself. I love interacting with people online of Reddit. I absolutely love that. Yeah, positive feedback. That's great. But just coming onto a radio show to talk about myself and to yeah to a I dig <laughs> in and b sell it. Yeah. With people who, somewhat like Chris Evans was fantastic, he's a runner, he's read it. Yeah. But some of them aren't and haven't. Yes. Which again is no biggie, it's fine, I don't expect anyone to read the book. But it's just, it just feels a bit point, not pointless, just draining, that's all I'll say. It's all on you. Yeah, it's just to sum it up in that moment. Yeah. From a standing start. Yeah, I like chatting to people about running and books and stuff, but I won't want to do too much of it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm having a bit of. Go for I've it. Decided to blow my nose. You got through, you got a bit of. Yeah, I've got to wipe the mucus off the balloon that's like over the microphone. The detritus. Yeah. Dennis. Everywhere, making his presence felt. A bin. Turned dustbins. It reminds me of Scotland's famous hurricane ball bag from a couple of years ago. I don't remember <laughs> hurricane ball bag. <laughs> BAW. Hurricane ball bag. Coming in across the fourth branch. <laughs> They built the new fourth road crossing and they said it will never be closed by the weather. Yeah. And then they closed it this week. Right, they did really. Yeah, they've closed uh, again a lot of uh, plane journeys not not happening, a lot of travel disruption. Yeah. I didn't go to South End yesterday. It's been a uh, <laughs> it's been tricky for people doing a spring marathon, hasn't it? This uh, the yeah, last two weekends. Because yeah, it's been big weekends. You've had you've had two you know, proper storms, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Kira. Yeah. And Dennis. Dennis, yeah. Uh, Kira, and, Kira and Dennis over. Do you Perhaps think... I get away with it. I quite like Dennis. I wrote a song which, which is about how this thing of naming storms yeah. is very American. Right. And I think the British news media adopted it because they thought, oh, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. But British people are just much more, oh, sod off about that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that... Dennis. Calling the storm Dennis and having yellow snow warnings. Yeah. I almost feel like the meteorologists and the news have caught on to... Oh, disdain. kind of underlying disdain, that's right. Yeah, it's like a passive-aggressive naming of storms. Yeah, and so that when you yeah. do joke about it, when we say, oh, Dennis, yeah. they've set us up. They allowed, they've facilitated that and expected it. It's like, a, it's like an episode of some weird sitcom, Harold and Mildred or whatever it is. George, George and Mildred, yes. You mix it up, George and Mildred and Harold and Maud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Two very different things. Very different experiences. <laughs> but I do remember George and Mildred. It's about time they mashed those up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, George and Mildred was depressing. It was... <laughs> What was it again? I can remember the visual. It's a I can remember how they both looked. It's a spin-off from Man About the House. Right. So the whole thing, when you look at it now, even though it's quite kind of 60s, 70s, 80s, yeah. tapping into the primness, the British rejection of the change in societal ideals right, in the 60s. It's conservative. So Man About the House, the setup was this bloke, Live with two women. 
Right. That's the setup. Yes, I remember. Yeah. They were flatmates. Yeah. That's not a setup, is it? I mean, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just living. Yeah. yeah. And but uh, it's a scenario to explore then. Yeah. George and Mildred were their landlady and landlord. Right. And specifically George, George. was simultaneously the more disapproving uh, yes they were very... trying to catch them out but also slightly pervy right uncomfortable with women yes at every level yes and then yeah, mildred yeah, yeah. was uh, just a little bit cool about it george don't be silly george let them off you know? yes yeah 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 youth of joyce it was it and was, uh, they were depressing enough in that show it was very uh successful though wasn't it oh huge it did run for a long time it, it probably influenced the nation in quite a big way actually George and Mildred. And it went off into something else. Yeah, George and Mildred on their own. I can't remember what the setup was, but the two characters were so hilarious. Yeah, yeah. They got adventures. They deserved their own sequel. All their own. Yeah. And meanwhile, I believe it's the same character. Um, Robin, the. Uh, one, for, uh, one bird's nest, cuckoo's nest. Robin's Robin, nest. Robin's nest. Which is. Uh, one um, over the Robin's nest. Richard O'Sullivan from. Uh, Yes. The man about the house opened a little restaurant called Robin's Nest. Yes, of course. Yeah. I remember that. And then you get into the dissolute the guy Robin's Nest. Who had a great latter day film career. What was his name? Irish actor. I always played the comedy old Irishman there. Uh, he was in he used to work in the kitchen in Robin's Nest around the same same time he was the builder. Right. The dodgy builder, Mr. O'Reilly. Okay. In the most fantastic episode of Forty Towers. Right, I can't remember that film. Oh, I would we'll remember that if I saw it. And then, yeah, that's good. If, if, if anyone, listeners, want to get in touch, tell us what, tell us, yeah. what the adventures that took place in George and Mildred were, and what the name of the Irish character actor who played the chef in Robin's Nest was, you'd be amazed how interested I'd be. But George and Mildred was a, a time when millions would watch that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was a kid and I watched it. Yeah. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Oh, yeah. This is Sunday morning, we're going past nice. a big church and I hear a song I, from I within. Hear, I hear Baptist, yeah, Baptist church, yeah. yeah. They like a good singer, they're back the old Baptists. Yeah. Bless them. And then there'll be, a, there'll be at least a 40 minute sermon. Yeah. At least, if not 45, 50 minutes. This is on, we're on the corner of Hackney Downs. Yeah. And ba- uh, Baptist church is the, it's the Edinburgh Festival of Sermons. I Go Catholic, they'll give, you 12, they'll give you 12, 50 minutes maximum. Yeah. But the Baptists like to open it up. Yeah, like to open it up. Yeah. yeah. Nice to hear it. And we're um, going through this. Hackney is, Downs. Right. This is key because I think that we should admit that we're looking to, that if we don't do exactly 20, we'd be looking to do less rather than more today. Because yeah. at this point, right. we could do a loop of Hackney Downs. Although, I don't really, it isn't really a loop because I do, I kind of draw the back of an envelope on Okay. You go across it and then along it and then across well, it. Well, I, I was looking to do two nines. Yeah, so we're going straight through Hackney okay, Downs. That's good. And that's good. Only because the pace we run, if we did 20, we'd be running for about... You won't be able to do your sermon after. Well, no, we'd be running for about three hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. Which is just a bit too long at the moment, because I, I like to run, when I do my long Sunday runs, as much for time as for distance. Of course. And if we run for three hours, that's a lot of running. Yeah. I think we're going to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we will do. Oh, but, we're going to. But it's a lot of... Uh, that's a lot of time to run. So, thing. good decision. Straight through Hackney Downs. Yeah. And, uh, amazingly, though... <laughs> 
find myself leaving Woody. Well, it's already one there, isn't it? Yeah, but that would be at my house soon. Okay. We, uh, this is the stage of the run where I don't actually feel too bad. I think people who are reading your book would be amazed at how often you go to the toilet when we're running. Because... <laughs> is that something you trained for? <laughs> well, today, today I've had an experience. Yeah. But it hasn't been too bad. Yeah. On the, on the whole. <laughs> when you Today, say on the whole, that was yeah, yeah, you mean yeah, in the wider picture, yeah, not yeah, yeah. actually on the whole. Yeah. You're pretty. This is pretty. Nice. Says yeah. pretty on the side of that building side, by the way, in case you wonder what I'm talking about. But no, this this is a bit of a almost a sweet spot, isn't it? Sort of eight nine miles. Yeah. You obviously run a long time, but you feel okay. Yes. You can run for a while longer. Yes. And then it's just. This is about feels a lot different at 15, doesn't it? It does. In my experience. This is similar to the moment last week, and actually it's quite good. Comes in again with that tricking yourself, because last week I'm thinking, yeah, nine miles, that's when we were done running, and I thought, I'll run on home. Right. And I'll just detour slightly to get the mileage in, you know. Yeah. But of course, at that point, You'd already I'd actually done about 11, 12. Yes, yeah, yeah, but absolutely. to think of it now, I had genuinely forgotten that. Right. And this and it felt exactly the same as this. Yeah. So I tricked myself into that's about three miles worth of that's a good idea, seeing yeah. it through, you know. Yeah. So that's what well, we're gonna I, do. I did 14 and a half the other week in appalling conditions. Yes. And and loads of sludging through mud and fields and stuff. So I'm fairly confident I should be okay. And then at this point, any future event we do in good weather. I'm thinking now, particularly of the Limassol half, yeah. which is going to be so wonderful. Yes. But, you know, that will is, be nice. uh, sits on top of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nightmare shrine. Oh, way up. There we go. Oh, what? No one's even put a pallet down. Selfish, I got it. Oh, God. That's Straight what, through. <laughs> that's what he does. That's what I, I, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You did it again. Straight once, you've done Straight it once. Through. The uh, cafe there used to be called the Russet, it's now called Down Market. All right. I have this thing where I think no matter how ironic you're being, I don't think you should introduce no. negativity into your name or yes, title. Yes, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. Comedian Carl Donnelly has got an Edinburgh show, did it last year, but he's doing it again, I think in Australia in the coming weeks. Right. And it's called, Why Don't We All Just Kill Ourselves? Yeah, don't like it. He's joking. Don't like the title. But yeah, it's not, I'm not, I'm not confident in no. that. No, no, no. In no. any way. That, but then, that sort of surprises me from such a gentle, a gentle character. Yeah. He's obviously not meaning it. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke, Rob. Exactly. But, but what? But the why even bring doesn't it in? start until, you, until you're there, it's just so... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not... And it seems... Why, why put that thought into the world? Yeah, in any, yeah. In any context. Yeah, I, I agree, I'm exactly. like that. And that's an extreme example. There's some people... You know, if I, someone said I've done an end show, it's called Idiot. Yeah. You know, I get that. I'd be tempted to call that. my show Idiot. Yes, yeah, but yeah. But I still wouldn't do it. Because you just want to subconsciously encourage joy. Yeah, although I don't, I don't mind that so much because it's not as bad. No, because 
Dostoevsky wrote that novel, the, the idiot. Yeah, but he, but wasn't, quite, he wasn't playing for laughs, was he? Well, no, but it, no, but it, it's quite emblematic of... I don't I quite like idiocy. But, you know, Are you talking about... And then you get into that sense of the wisdom of the idiot, you know? Yes, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lear's yeah. jester type. Yes, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know maybe, why? Maybe not for a comedy. Why are you? Why are you, Paul Tonkinson, comfortable with that trope? Of what? <laughs> <laughs> the wisdom of the fool. The holy. Fool. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> me. I don't know. It's like Dostoevsky. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we see. I see you. But no, the yell. Donnelly's a very funny guy. That's he's excellent. Yeah. And I think, you know, also... Oh, ironically enough, he's, he's, he's a quite a good idiot, isn't he? Yeah, and maybe to a certain extent, he knows what he's doing. And he's trying to test his potential audience. Get the people who get that to come to the show, you know? Well, we had this... Uh, there was something happened at the gig last night outside. There was the... Uh, Bobby Mayer was on before me. Yeah. 99 Club. There was a woman on, the mobile fa- on, the mo- on her phone on the front row. Yeah. And he was being quite nice with her. It, it, when we've talked about this before, I think it's a generational thing. People don't see a problem with that. Yes. But comics think it's a bit, it's just a bit disrespectful, but yeah, yeah. he's being very kind about it. He's saying, why are you on the phone? You know. He's she Canadian. Said, she said, I'm texting my, my kids. And he's like, oh, that's fine. You know, I'm sure they'll be okay. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be okay. Yeah. And then some guy in the crowd said, oh yeah, I'm sure you brought them upright, which was a, a callback to a joke that had been made. Yeah, yeah. And the woman just burst into tears. Oh. And just and just had to leave. And that's just that's unfortunate, isn't it? Yeah. But you, you can't blame Bobby Meyer for that. You can't blame anyone for that. He was uh, he was being very respectful and empathetic and yeah. And it, he's obviously just brought up a stuff. It made you realise yeah the vulnerability of people. Yeah, that's right. And how, how emotionally wrought sometimes the climate is without you even realising. Yeah, and also, a wider thing is particularly dependent on circumstance, where you're sitting, what the room's like, how scared audiences can be early on in a comedy gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, and they weren't expecting that either. Yes. They just thought we'd go to a show, it'd be fun. But comedy is really live and real. Yes. Lots of people aren't expecting or wanting to be talked to. No. That's why one is always uncomfortable with the much safer audience member, the person who seems really game, but then gets, yeah, we can do this, yeah. gets picked on. Right. You know, you always say, no one's going to get picked on, don't worry about it. But every now and again, one person down the front becomes the kind of stooge the go-to for the whole night. Yeah. I always think that person should get a refund. Yes, yeah, yeah. Unless, <laughs> unless they wanted to. Unless they started it. Because sometimes people do, don't they? Yeah, that's right. But ultimately, I think that's less likely to happen yeah. because comedians see through that. Yes. And don't give people... And they don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it ties in with that person who wants it. We'll often try too hard and bring their own jokes. And stuff. I'll also say Whereas the might... perfect stooge is just a foil. It's just an only wise character. I'll also say there might be another lesson as well. As try not to go on your phone when you're, when you're watching Sunday, unless it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, why would you? When you're at the front row, just leave a message. At the most, it's 20 minutes. Yeah, well, I know... Stage, you know. I know how I feel about this. One, it's that as comedians, we have to understand that the younger generation will be taken by surprise yes if you say to them get off your phone yes they are but yeah. on the other side just as a person i i think you should do anything you're doing 
properly. Yes. You know, and commit to it. Yeah. I, I don't like seeing people getting onto a bus and interacting with the driver, not that people really do that anymore, with their headphones on. Yes. You know, it's just... Either be here or don't be. Be here or, or don't be. Yeah. And anyone who knows that I run listening to music will say, wait a minute. Yes. But for me, that is doing that properly, so bad luck. <laughs> I wonder whether you reach a scenario where comics go on stage whilst on their mobile. Do you yeah, think that's yeah. the way forward? I don't know, but you will yeah. see some <laughs> comics who use their mobile as a watch. Yes. Don't make it clear that they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll basically look. Yes. Look like they're checking how well their tweet has gone. Right. Yeah, yeah. During yeah, yeah. their 20-minute set. Yeah. Which again, I would discourage. Yeah. Yeah. But I can remember it's a, it's a long time ago now that I said to a, a student girl right down the front. Oh, you're on your front this way. Um, and she was so shocked. Yeah. That I'd called her out on it. And that was, that was years ago, so yeah. that her generation are 30 now, and, and it's a different story. scene. Yeah, they're absolutely amazed that you've got the gold to do it, and if you take the phone off them, yeah. they'll press charges. Yeah, and I if mean, you it's put it <laughs> in your bottom, yeah, yeah. you'll have to buy a new one. If you smash it with a hammer, there's a problem. And equally, you know, yeah. if, when a compare says, so turn your phone off, I'm like, no, the audience are all under 65. Yeah. So they're not going to be turning their phone off. The only people who turn their phones off are people a generation older than us. Yeah. They turn it off and put it in a drawer. Forget about it for a week at a time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't turn my phone off. No. But I don't take it on stage. No, I don't. Which is what led to that amazing moment, which I won't dig into, when I was at a fairly challenging gig in Luton and just went and put my phone on charge. Right. And had a WhatsApp message that made me question my very existence. Right. So, oh my God, what's happening? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Rob Deering. Yeah. <laughs> That's another good reason not to look at your phone during a comedy gig. It might slightly take you out of the joy zone. Yeah. Like you. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you're crying, woman. But the other thing that people will do when they're on stage is take audience members at their word. Yes. The other day, guys said, what do you do for a living to this woman? Well, basically, I think the whole, just to make, we just made a very minor decision near my house. I want to uh, go this way because then we only go on the same route for a few paces. So we're coming to the end of episode one. Yes. Uh, Just the end of my story was the audience members lying about their uh, jobs. What are you? I'm a cartoonist. What do you do? I'm a sex worker. Yeah. This audience have learned to lie about their jobs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the comedian is not seeing through this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just relax. Just go with it. What do you think of the chances are that everyone's got an amazingly interesting job yeah, yeah. revolving around the sex trade? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bewilderment ensued. Yes. So, end of the first loop. How do you feel? Lovely to see you. Feeling great. Dennis is building, but not doing it. Dennis is building. No real harm. We'll I looked at the, the app. We'll check the kit. Ah, uh, we did do over 10 miles. Okay, sorry, cool. Paul. All right, I'm sorry. sorry. Well, that's good, because it means the next one can be shorter. Can it there? Can it? Well, it has to be, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> no, that's great. That's All right, we'll see you next week. See you next week. No refunds. Refunds! With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering. Dennis. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.